everyone, and welcome to the Cancel Culture Podcast, Fighting Cancel Culture. I'm your host, Chris Sanders, and I know it's been a while. I make excuses every time, but really the truth of it is, is I've just been really, really busy, and making this podcast has not been a major priority. But every time I come back and look at the numbers, I'm like, yo, people love this podcast. I've got to do something big here. So I'm back again, and I am going to cover the cancelization of Leafy is Here, uh, the, the the internet, I'll say superstar, if you will, the, the trendsetter, the commentary god, <laughs> not god, but god, <laughs> you know, um, he got banned for harassment over on YouTube, and I want to get into that um, a little bit deeper, and just, just kind of discuss, you know, why, and if this is a, a real attack on, on freedom of speech. Uh, also, in conjunction with that, I would love if you guys to support our sponsor, nerdgeekculture.com. It's a clothing line, clothing store. If you write me and tell me you want a shirt made, I will make it. It is custom clothing. It is dope. Uh, I design everything myself. And if you want to see something cool made out of a t-shirt, let me know and I got you. <laughs> it, it's a it's a new concept, but I absolutely am having a blast doing it for you guys. So again, that's nerdgeekculture.com. Do that, support the podcast, and in the very least, I'll be happy. I don't know about you. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting, who's been listening, who's been downloading. It's huge. Uh, but another thing you guys can do to support this podcast as well is leave freaking reviews on any platform you hear us on. It'll really make a big difference. But with all that said, let's get into the YouTube drama with this week's topic, Leafy. Is here. Okay, so Leafy is here. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys are, are, are big like YouTube fans, like I, I, I used to be at least, because you know YouTube as a platform has changed a lot. When it first came onto the scene, it was more about uh, people like myself, people like you, um, kind of posting and uploading like everyday videos. It was a place where you know your your mom could go viral for something funny to happen in your life, you know. And, and now it, it's completely different. It's not really about the creative expression anymore. It's not really about those basic little tiny things where like a regular person can go viral, a regular person can build a following. It's really kind of become, I would say, like the Disney Channel of, um, of, of platforms. Meaning like, if you're not squeaky clean, if you're not like this certain model-esque thing that they're looking for to, to promote, then you just don't survive. Uh, there was a point where on, on the channel, or rather on, on the on the platform, where you could do video responses, which is one of my favorite things in the world to do. Which you'd have someone make a video, and then you could make a video that replies directly to their video, and then submit it to that user, and they could choose to have your video underneath theirs. It's kind of crazy that they got rid of it. I still don't even understand to this day why they got rid of it, because frankly. Uh, it was the perfect way to cultivate conversation around a single topic and a single video and also get to know and share, you know, ideas 
across the platform. Because again, at that point, YouTube's slogan was broadcast yourself. It was a, a platform for freedom of speech. And if, let's say, like, I decided to send a video response to a YouTuber that, you know, didn't like what I had to say, they had the right to not feature my video underneath theirs and not help it grow. Because what happens is, let's say a video starts going viral, uh, immediately, immediately, if you got accepted as one of those, those feature videos underneath it, your video will start to do really well. That's kind of how I got my start. And I think that's kind of why it's, like, been really weird to me that um, that YouTube is just done all these changes to slowly, slowly, slowly make themselves a worse and worse platform. And I think it all started when they got rid of video responses. I just don't understand why you wouldn't want another opportunity to surface more videos and have more related videos so that you have more chances to make money as a company to show more content. It just doesn't make sense entirely, right? And so, like, I got my start because I did a video about Pokemon and I got it featured underneath uh, a, a very big Pokemon video, which is the Pokemon live action movie. And they saw my content was like pretty well done. They're like, hey, we love what you did, da da da. Let's work together sometime. And they, they featured my video and it blew up from there. And then the guy who actually inspired me to make that video, Scooter McGruder, um, then was like, yo, man, you feature your video underneath mine. Mine is new and it's growing faster than that video is. He did um, just top 100 first world problems and I did top uh, 50 Pokemon first world problems. And I threw it underneath his video, and he was like, yo, dude, I, I, dude, this is great. And we're supporting each other on the whole nine yards. It was an amazing time on the platform. And I feel like if that still existed to this, existed to this day, uh, what happened to Leafy may not have happened to Leafy. Because, in my opinion, if he really had something to say to Pokemane or um, Ethan of H3H3, he could have easily of sent it as a video response to one of their videos. And then they could have chosen to have that discord amongst each other and then therefore cultivated an actual relationship if that's where either one of them wanted to take it. I get it that Leafy's kind of a, um, I don't know how you say it, Leafy's a little bit of a, um, a provocateur. He's a bit of a troll. And now if you guys don't know who Leafy is, Leafy, as I mentioned in the intro to this entire thing, um, he he's kind of like the, 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 the I'll say oh, the innovator of the commentary community. Now, commentary on YouTube is basically people that, like, just... It used to just have, have opinions about things. They're basically reaction videos without the footage. <laughs> and they just kind of uh, do their hot takes on, on certain topics. And lately, uh, what the, what it's become is just your hot takes on people. And it's the only way you really get views in that in that realm, you know, in a, in a big forum anymore, is to attack or expose another YouTuber or a bigger problem in general. And so... Like, ones that I used to love that, I mean, Great A under A, left, came back, left, came back, left again, because he hasn't made a video since his last one, which I'm like, dude, great. Where's your consistency, man? But anyway, Great A under A is, is a child of Leafy, I would say. Um, and it's, it's kind of sad to see him, i.e. Leafy, get taken out this way, because I was kind of rooting for the guy. So basically what he would do is he would make videos where he would – just roast somebody for like maybe like 20, 30 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, you know, just different different time time frames. Um, and he would roast different people, like it'd be like some little kids uh, who were making videos, he'd make fun of them. And at the time when he was making those videos, I was very starkly against it because I don't like the idea of harassment in any shape or form. But if you go back and watch the videos, he's being pretty harsh, but then the kid, you know, gain some notoriety or some fame from people defending him so like if your dream was to be like big on youtube leaf was it was essentially featuring you on his his channel that blew up and got crazy so it's kind of like okay i'm getting made fun of 
but how can I do, what can I do to leverage this? You know, I think a lot of people were initially upset when Levy was doing, was doing these things, but then kind of softened as they get to, to know that, you know, he was kind of trolling, he's kind of making jokes. His arguments weren't very good. And to be honest, his videos weren't that great either. They were just footage of him playing a video game and him just talking over the video game. And, and it was like very rambly, much like this podcast, but rambly in like a hurtful way. And so he left YouTube after he made millions of dollars and some investments and then came back in 2020, <laughs> I'm calling this the year of the beast. This is a crazy, crazy year. But anyway, he, he came back, and I think it was after um, H3H3, Ethan Klein, made a comment that he'd love to see Leafy survive in today's YouTube climate because, you know, even H3H3 himself had to change his entire thing to survive in this, in this platform because even Ethan himself was a commentator, and he would, his commentary was like a little bit different though. Uh, he, did, he did commentary, but he also made fun of people. He constantly made fun of people. That was the big thing. Like you made fun of old, um, I remember the Gamer, Gamer Gunk video. He made fun of old um, instructional videos. He made fun of people um, like Ethan Bradbury who were doing cringy content. He was doing takedowns. He, he did, you know, his own like hot takes constantly. And, you know, that just won't survive in this platform because it can get, you in trouble because they've created more strict rules around what is and isn't allowable on the platform. So that said, so Ethan, we got Ethan now, H3H3, and he just says on his podcast, because he went from making like regular videos, which I thought his videos were amazing until they weren't, uh, to doing a podcast where he just kind of talks on screen, and that blew up amazingly for him because he learned how to kind of finesse the system, and he had contacts on YouTube. He was big enough to actually get the, the insight to be able to build a structure around it and then have it expand. So essentially, um, now we have H3H3 who says, I'd love to see Leafy survive in today's climate of YouTube, saying that it wouldn't work. He get taken down immediately. And for over a hundred glorious days, <laughs> Leafy did survive until this past Friday um, I don't have a calendar open. Let's see if I can find a calendar real quick. Pardon my clicks. So this past Friday, uh, Friday night, on August 2020, so I don't know why I said it like that, August 21st, 2020, um, his channel was suspended or blocked for harassment. Now, leading up to this, he had been posting videos kind of mocking everyone from iDubs first to Ethan from H3H3 um, to his, the famous one, probably Pokemon, to Gabby Hanna, who's going through some serious like mental health issues. But he was kind of relentless in his approach to her. Um, and they didn't take him down for that, which I'm like, I'm shocked by. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of shocked that the Gabby Hanna videos aren't the ones that got him banned because he was really harsh to her. For someone he thinks has a mental issue, he was not pulling any punches. And while I didn't agree with the things he said in those videos, I kind of do respect his right to be able to say it. Because if Gabby doesn't like what, what, what you know, what Leafy's saying, he can simply do this, she can do this thing called block him and not watch the videos. You literally don't have to watch a video made about you. I mean, she's a public figure. It's not going to phase her to not watch Leafy's here. And if Leafy's fans are going after her, that's a different story. But I don't think that that occurred. I think she was already having issues overall. Kind of like, like to be honest, kind of like I was with YouTube. Because at one point in my YouTube career, I was killing it. I was doing really well. I was on a growth path. And then all of a sudden, they just stopped sharing my videos. And now I can barely get to like 400 views on a video if I'm lucky, you know? That's why I jumped up to podcasting. I do my other channel. Um, I'd have other outlets because YouTube itself isn't a reliable, um, it's not a reliable caretaker, to be honest. 
And so she's currently letting like, that stress get to her because she's, she used to get like millions of views and now she doesn't. And no one does anymore. Like unless you're like in this elite class, it's really hard to maintain what you had. Like I've gone through and done this this search uh, before of YouTubers that I really like enjoyed back in the day and see where their numbers are. And no one, no one is doing super well, save for maybe like Matt Pat uh, of, you know, Game Theory and Phil DeFranco, but even his numbers aren't where they used to be either. And he's even looking at leaving the platform at some point. So all that to be said, she was going through a lot and Leafy was on full attack mode with her and they didn't seem to do anything. But then he goes out to Pokemane and does like maybe one real actual takedown video where he just says some stuff, you know, that's kind of aggressive. Uh, and then the other ones are all kind of trolling videos where he makes her the, the, the focus of the, the thumbnail and the title, but then the actual content is pretty tame and nothing is wrong with that. So that's what got him taken down. That's absolutely wrong because <laughs> he's not actually doing anything in those videos. And it's weird to me that they go after Leafy because literally months prior, and these rules they were talking about were still in place months prior, um, you had a freaking war path going on with the content nukes from H3H3, Ethan, um, and then you had other responses from... <laughs> from Keemstar, who's, you know, drama alert guy. They were going back and forth. Uh, you had the Fousey Tube stuff going on. And there was, like, like hour-long, basically, documentaries on, on these, these public figures. And they were not nice. And they were attacking. And they were childish sometimes, you know, making fun of people. But YouTube did not ban any of these people. YouTube did not, did not even strike any of these people. They all could do whatever they wanted. But then Leafy does it, and they have a double standard. It just doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, I'll even throw out there that, like, you know, talk show hosts. I've heard this from a few different sources. I listened to the interview with uh, Kim Star and Levy uh, right through his band. And, like, talk show hosts, that's literally what they do. Is they get on there and they make fun of people all freaking night. It's all, all mean-spirited harassment. Like, what is harassment? You know what I mean? Like, is Leafy sending, like, Pokemon or, or these other people he's talked about, you know, like, poop bags in front of their lawn? Like, like, what is harassment on the internet these days? Like, if you are making a video about a particular person, are you not allowed to be critical? Are you not allowed to have a strong opinion? Are you not allowed to make fun of them and make jokes? Because I feel like jokes are literally what most of this was. And I'm not saying it to, to defend Leafy himself, but I just think it's odd, to, it's odd that they're cherry-picking who is okay to make fun of people and who isn't. Either it's all okay to do or it's not all okay to do. Is there an aggression level? Do you get a harassment warning? Should they have a system for harassment itself and not just like strike down videos and, and, and channels and nauseam? I, I just feel like it's hard because I have my own like hot takes on certain topics, right? And I'm afraid to actually make that content because I don't want my channel taken down. Not that my channel means anything anymore, but like I still would love that archive of the work I did when things were, were bubbling up and they were hot. You know, I would love that archive of looking back and going, hey, man, you know, I really accomplished something when I was in my 20s. I really did something cool. You know, I had a small had a small pocket of time, but I was actually, you know, like kind of somewhat, you know, actually famous for a bit. And that's just a cool thing to look back on when I have kids and everything. And I don't know. I wonder if he's ever going to have kids. And if he does have kids, he's going to tell, tell his kids about his, his channel. And like, hey, man, you know, I used, to, I used to, when I was a whippersnapper, I used to get on these streets and make fun of people. I, I, I didn't hold back. I made fun of them all. I, I made them all cry. Oh yeah, I was I was the new time bully, you know. <laughs> um, I, yeah, but ultimately, the story of Leafy is here is just kind of sad. And honestly, I, in the second iteration of Leafy, was a fan. The first iteration, not so much. The second one, he was pretty 
he's pretty, pretty nice, to be honest. He was kind of chill about it, except for Gabby Hanna. He did not like her. <laughs> but, like, he, he had a softer approach, and he kind of knew what to dance around, and he even knew when, you know, it was okay to, like, you know, be tongue-in-cheek. And I think that if YouTube actually looked at the content that he put out, which I don't think they did, because I don't think YouTube is that good of a company, to be real with you, um, they, they looked at the content he put out. If that's why he got banned, that's kind of BS. But ultimately, I think Pokemon even said herself that she had nothing to do with the ban on Leafy. She didn't report him. She didn't go after him, blah, blah, blah. I think if anyone did it, it was probably Gabby Hanna. Um, but that doesn't account for the three strikes because he only got, he only made, I think, two videos on Gabby, to be honest. So I don't know. It's just weird. It makes me really, really nervous, to be honest. Like, really nervous? Uh, just because you don't know what they're going to strike down next. Because I've got old videos on my channel that I made, like, seven-plus years ago that weren't the safest. I, I took chances, you know. I made my video, it was a parody video, of the top ten sexiest <laughs> Pokemon. And then top ten sexiest Mario Brothers characters. And they both did really well. But they are both completely jokes. And if you watch the video, you can you get it right away. But I do feel like YouTube itself isn't aware of like what they're doing when they decide to take down a channel. They don't understand they're, they're destroying someone's livelihood. They don't understand they're destroying, destroying someone's hard work. They don't care how many years you put into it. Like If you harass someone now, should your entire catalog be erased the rest of your life? I just feel like maybe the better approach would be to remove those videos and maybe put them in, like, a YouTube jail. And then, because I feel like, you know, even, like, real prison and real courthouses aren't this strict. Like, even someone who, like, I'll be honest, who, who murders someone or someone who, like, does a, a heinous crime gets let out on parole at some point. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, they're like, hey, um, yeah, go live your life. I... I Go, 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 go live your life. <laughs> you're, you're out on good behavior. And I'm, I'm, again, to be real, I'm not talking about, like, you know, actually someone who murders somebody, obviously, in, like, the traditional sense. I mean, like, if it was, like, a um, involuntary manslaughter, I think that's a thing. Or, you know, not, mm, is it involuntary, involuntary manslaughter where you do it on accident? Write in, let me know. I'm being dumb right now. But I know there are definitely, like, I know, like, there are people who go to jail for, like, um, high-class robbery and then um, people who go to jail for, uh, hmm, what's another crime people go to jail for to get out? Uh, I, I will say that I do know that people go to jail for uh, molestation of children, not to make a, bring up a weird topic, but like, um, and they do get out of jail on parole eventually. Um, and people can't be pardoned for things. Um, people that do hurt, hurt people and, and destroy lives do get let out of jail. And, and people who have definitely committed harassment get let out of jail on parole or good behavior, you know? Like O.J. Simpson. So, I think it's kind of crazy that YouTube <laughs> has a much harder synthesis than our actual jail and prison system. <laughs> That's just what I'm throwing out there, essentially. So, with all that said, guys, uh, I'm going to call this a wrap. Thank you for joining me on this journey that is the Cancer Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sanders. Once again, I will tell you, please support us by doing this little thing, this little tiny thing called leaving us a review mostly on apple i think that's where it really counts but if not apple i'll take it where i can get it but beyond all that i'll also say 
it'd be great if you guys went to nerdgeekculture.com and picked up a shirt or let me know a shirt you guys want to see me make. Whatever it is, I'm down for it, and I appreciate you for supporting me and this cast, podcast, poop cast. <laughs> no. Okay, anyway, guys, my name's Chris, and I'll see you next time on the next episode of the Castle Culture Podcast. And if you have any topics you want to hear me discuss, let me know. I'm always down to talk about someone that got canceled or situation is crazy. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you.